When you were getting your car, did they tell you that you have um, three days to return the car? So on the consummation of the contract, three business days, you're able to bring it back or keep it for free. And Wait, what? We're going to get into it. Welcome to the first live podcast with the Sports Talk with Turner podcast. I am your host and creator, Alexander Turner, of course. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so glad that you all are able to be here right now. I have my amazing guest with me. First of all, if you don't already know, I do, of course, a sports broadcast with sports fantasy, sports highlights, and most importantly, sports finance, where I teach NCAA athletes not only about the most current news, the most current fantasy, but also how to grow your money before actually getting to the pros. Because now with all of these NIL deals, now with all of these opportunities for you to make money, I want to make sure that you're maximizing your profit. I want to make sure that you're maximizing your financial literacy. So whether it's before you get to the league, or even if you never go, which is okay. I still want to make sure that you know how to manage your money, okay? So I want to go ahead and give it up for my amazing guest, Mr. Durain Delavante. Thank good, you so brother. much What's for good? being What's on good? my podcast, yeah, man. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Just for this. Hey, man, I appreciate so, it, my brother. I know. appreciate it. Yeah, so most definitely. For my audience that does not already know who you are, go ahead and tell them a little bit about yourself, okay? All right. So um, what's going on, everyone? I am Durain Delavante. I am your favorite consumer law expert and I teach you how to delete anything from your consumer report, aka credit reports, and there is absolutely no account that I can't get deleted from your consumer report. And I don't do it for you. I teach you how to do for self. Nice. So that's it in a nutshell. Hey. We'll go ham a little later. Hey. But that's a basic summary. We're going ham, we're going turkey, we're going turkey <laughs> leg. It doesn't matter. If you're hungry, he's willing to feed you, okay? Let's go. We don't give you a fish, we teach you how to fish, yeah. okay? So you can feed yourself. Yeah, I'm not in the business of giving out. Uh, exactly. Feed. I'm not in the business of giving fish. <laughs> Let's teach you how to fish. Fish for the rest of your life. So, you all are in a are in for a special treat because this is actually, of course, my first live broadcast, of, of course, my first guest on this podcast, but this is also my first podcast as far as the sports finance section. Mm. This is part of that Wisdom Wednesday. It's not Wednesday, but it doesn't matter because you're still going to be getting some wisdom. You're still going to be getting some knowledge, so make sure that you're tuned in because, like I said earlier, note takers are game changers, okay? So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get started. So, of course, of course, the biggest thing just in life right now, besides, of course, making sure that you're well and stable as far as mm -hmm. yourself, it's making sure that your family is good. It's making sure that your credit is good so you're able to be able to uh, buy houses, buy cars, buy whatever that you essentially need because in America, in this world that we live in right now, credit is key. So go ahead and tell me a little bit why credit is key, why consumer law, why it's so important to know at least the bare minimum because like I said, it's so important that people need to know. So go ahead and give them a little bit of an insight as into why they really need to know all this. All right. 
Have you ever been denied for anything? Of course. You know, it's... We went for a car, they said no. <laughs> we went for an apartment, they said no. <laughs> you went to get healthcare, they said no because your credit's bad. Yes. So being denied is one of the worst feelings. Mm -hmm. So I'm not originally from America. I'm Jamaican. Mm -hmm. Lived there for 20 years, just moved here. I've been here 12 years now, right? And um, we don't really have a credit system in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. So when I came here, I was operating under the same mindset. You know, you come, you buy what you want with cash and you go about your business. Unless you got some collateral, mm -hmm. you can put it up and get loans and stuff like that. And then um, I started hearing this word credit, credit, credit. And then I was like, Psh, I'm not gonna let a three digit number control my life. Well, <laughs> ignorance of the laws. No so, so I apologize, I don't mean to cut you off, but earlier you said, when you're in Jamaica if you have collateral. So what do you mean by collateral when you say stuff like that? Because I know it partially plays mm -hmm. into a part now, but what do you mean when you say if you had collateral, that's all you needed to do? Explain that so a little So if you have, if you need big lines of credit, like hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars or mm -hmm. something like that, you need something to secure those funds with. Gotcha. A car, a home, land, um, auntie's bank account <laughs> like something needs to secure it mm -hmm. so whether you're going for student loan somebody might need to stand security it's 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 different it's not like here because you probably can just go apply for a student loan and get it without even using any family member mm -hmm. no not the case if you don't have the bread somebody needs to stand collateral wow. so you are now putting somebody else at risk if you default. And and is there a way that uh, you could have collateral for yourself in that aspect? Or what well, did it have to if, be? If you have the collateral, if you have a home, if you have stuff that was given to you by family, or you know, if you just have it, but 90% of people don't. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, a lot of people take this country for granted. Y'all don't know how blessed y'all are over here. Wow. It is different, bro. Dang. It's totally different. I feel a little privileged right now. Like, yeah, y'all should be. <laughs> it's different. Okay, okay. So, so when you did come over, and then you realized that it was a little bit of a, a change, and you mm -hmm. realized that it wasn't just collateral. You had to start working for credit because mm -hmm. credit is key, right? Mm -hmm. So, so explain how credit is key, and explain how you just got into the credit area, the credit space, the consumer law mm -hmm. space, when you first came over here and realized, like, how did that transition go from like start to finish? Okay, so when you get enough no's, you want to hear some yeses. Mm -hmm. So the, <laughs> the thing was, um, how can I start getting yeses, right? Mm -hmm. So it took a while to figure it out. Um, with my first car, 2007 Nissan Altima, 75,000 miles, couldn't even get a proof for it. I had to bring my boy, Kevin, to be a co-signer, right? And I didn't know at the time that I was putting Kevin at risk because I didn't comprehend what a co-signer was mm -hmm. and the responsibilities a co-signer takes on when they sign and say, I stand security. That's like the collateral that I was talking about at home. They say, I stand security for you. If you default, I am supposed to be held liable. That's literally what a co-signer is. Because if I co-sign for you and you decide that, hey, I don't want this thing anymore, I'm not on the hook for it. It's a huge thing, bro. 
But people, you know, oh, I love my brother, I love my sister, you know, I love my girlfriend, boyfriend, and they just, they just go sign. Do not co-sign for nothing. Tell them to go get my program and fix the credit. Do not co-sign. You are stuck with anything that happens mm -hmm. on that account. Do not co-sign for nothing. So, so when you say do not co-sign for anything, because like you said, a lot of people hear about that co-sign. Oh, especially when, uh, say children, they're, they're becoming the age of getting mm -hmm. a car and maybe their parent isn't able to get them, you know, mm -hmm. just a car outright. Or maybe they are, but they want to get them a brand new car so they don't have to necessarily mm -hmm. do all of the fixes from getting a car, you know, mm -hmm. that's already used. Why should they not co-sign besides, you know, the fact that it can mess whoever's co-signing credit mm -hmm. up? Like, like, what does negatively, what does that do for them? So, for one, it can also add to your debt to income. But the big thing is the liability that comes with it. So, for parents, y'all need to learn that when a child reaches 14, 15, you can start building out their, their, um, their credit. Mm -hmm. You can put them on your credit cards as authorized users. You can bring them to the bank and have them open up their own bank account. You can bring them to the bank and do a secured loan mm -hmm. where they are learning to use it. So they start building and establishing their own credit. So they're getting your history building out with authorized users and as that age and that time and that um, payment history comes in, mm -hmm. they're able to now get a secured loan, get a secured card. They're able to build their own credit. So by the time they leave high school, they're coming out with a 750. Mm. The thing is, we got the game wrong, and what we do, and I, what I've seen in most of the um, the black and brown communities, I'm going to put a light bill name in Alex's name, the cable bill in Marcus, I'm going to put the Verizon now in Doreen's name, <laughs> like everybody in the house gets a bill, uh -huh. and then guess what, we stopped paying it, mm. we didn't return the box, mm. so now this child grows up, you know, a couple of years, there's a collection on the report. Where did this collection come from? Mm -hmm. Because we weren't educated properly about the real truth of credit. So what is... I apologize. No, no, no. It's all good. <clears throat> the real truth about credit. So, take your phone out. Mm -hmm. um, go to 15 USC. Yeah, 15 USC. 15 U.S.C.? 15 U.S.C. 1601. And I want you to read what Congress says. All right. 15 U.S. Code 1601, mm -hmm. Congressional Findings and Declaration of Purpose. All right. Just read that first part for me. A. Informed use of credit. The Congress finds that economic st uh, stability... Uh, pardon me. The Congress finds that economic stability... stability Stability. Because that, that's kind of getting me on that one. You know? Oh, stabilization. Stabilization. Yeah. I couldn't give him a word. <laughs> jump it up. Sorry. It happens. People. It happens. There's uh, some words I can't even call, too. <laughs> uh, would be enhanced and the competition among the various financial institutions and other firms engaged in the extension of consumer credit will be strengthened by the informed by the informed, so that means essentially if you're informed, I'm just reading yeah, this. So that means we're going to go back over it and I'm going to break it down for you. That means if you're strengthened by the informed use of credit. The informed use of credit results from an awareness of the, co of the cost, therefore by consumers. 
It is the purpose of the subchapter to to assure a meaningful disclosure of credit terms so that the consumer will be able to compare more readily the various credit terms available to him or her and avoid the uninformed use of credit and to protect the consumer against inaccurate and unfair credit billing and credit card practices. So what does that what does that mean exactly? So the real truth about credit. Congress tell you right there, bro. Look. Congress says the Congress finds that economic stabilization. What does it mean to stabilize something? To to basically make it firm, to make it essentially stable, secures, and in, in a sense a that it works, it works, yes, yeah. it's, it's so, dependable. Congress is saying that they find that economic stabilization would be enhanced. So all the time you hear people talking about recession, recession, recession. If people know the real truth about credit, bro, there would be no recession. It says economic stabilization. It's stabilizing the economy. <laughs> wow. Informed use of credit. This isn't my words. This is Congress's words. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about the real truth, this is called truth in lending. Mm -hmm. This is truth in lending. This is federal law, bro. So if we know the real truth about credit, mm -hmm. they tell you right here, there'd be economic stabilization. Um, consumers would be able to compare readily now. They will know what they need to get. And the competition between firms and businesses would be equal. But in order for them to have it where they have the advantage, let's pull the truth away from them or just not let them know where to go. We're not going to give these disclosures. All right. You own a car, right? Yeah. When you were getting your car, did they tell you that you have um, three days to return the car? They'll give you your down payment back and you are not liable for anything? This is literally the first time I'm hearing, hearing about so that. So it's never called the right of rescission. You said it's called what? The right of rescission. The right of rescission? Yes, 15 U.S.C. 1635. 15 U.S.C. 1635, okay. And Congress tells you that under this law, you can exercise that right. So on the consummation of the contract, three business days, you're able to bring it back or keep it for free. Um, Wait, what? We're going to get into it. <laughs> or keep it for free if you deemed it equitable to you. And um, your down payment, they need to give it back. No, They need to remove all security interest from it. And basically, you can own that outright without any liability. These are disclosures that you are supposed to get. Did they tell you that you have the right to opt out of having your information reported? To the consumer reporting no. agency, they they basically run my consumer report like two, three, four times, and then all of a sudden my score drops from uh, six sixty or seven hundred about thirty to fifty plus points. Mm -hmm. So they so, never do that. There's a law called the Graham Leach Bailey Act. Graham Leach Bailey Act, fifteen USC sixty eight hundred two, where they're supposed to tell you in disclosures that you, the consumer also have the right to opt out of having your information reported. Do you believe that every financial transaction you make, it has to get reported to the consumer reporting agencies? The more I'm hearing you, I don't believe that. Good. But before this, I would have thought so because every single time I run my credit or debit card, of course it's logged 
to the detail, and I feel as if they sell my information to them. Well, they do. They make millions and billions off of it. But there is no law that says they have to report. The law says they may report. May is a choice. This is where now we got to comprehend what words mean. Because mm -hmm. often we go with, oh, a whole sentence. No. Each word has an individual action. When you comprehend what each word means, you're able to discern each individual action. It gives you a broader definition of what this paragraph or this sentence is saying. Okay, let me give an, another example. What do you think the word person means? Person? Mm -hmm. Uh, I just think it means like an individual body, like, you know, like I am a person. So mm -hmm. whatever that entails, I honestly, I've never been asked that. So I don't know the, the exact definition, but I would imagine well, it means just like I, a single What if I entity. told you that a person also means a corporation, a government entity, a trust, an estate, a cooperative? People, we're going to be learning a whole lot today. Like <laughs> I said, note takers are game changers. So make sure... Please make sure you're taking some notes right now, because if you're not, I promise you, you might hear it, but you're not going to receive it. Okay, so I'm taking my phone out. All right, so you're going to go to 15 U.S.C. 1681. See what Congress tells you that the definition for person. Person. <clears throat> the term person, they have it in quotations, people, uh, means any individual, partnership, corporation, trust, estate, cooperative, association, government, government. Oh, wow or governmental subdivision or agency or other entity. Wow. So when you think and you're reading their laws and thinking that a person only refers to me and you, flesh and blood, that's not what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna prove to you that a late payment is illegal. I'm gonna prove to you that utilizations are illegal. I'm gonna prove to you that there should be no down payment. But I can go for days doing this stuff. Amen. So do you think Damn. when a late... Have you ever had a late payment? Unfortunately, yes. I've had a few. So <laughs> what if I told you that that late payment shouldn't even be there? Explain. Explain. I can show you, but I can explain to you. So, so... All right, show me then. I'm All right. So you're at 15 USC. So mm -hmm. you're there already. So let's go back. Read exclusions for me. Exclusions. Remember... This is in 15 U.S. Code 1681A, which is Definitions, Rules, and Constructions. I'm scrolling down to number two, exclusions. Mm -hmm. Except as provided in paragraph three, in term, consumer report does not include... Consumer report. Mm -hmm. People call it credit report. There's no such thing as a credit report. It is your consumer report. So what is consumer report necessarily mean. I'm going to tell you right now. Click, you. click on it. So consumer report, consumer report in general, the term consumer report, I have in quotations, means any written, oral, or other communication of any information by a consumer reporting agency bearing on a consumer's credit worthiness, credit standing, credit capacity, character, general reputation, personal characteristics, or mode of living which is used <coughs> apologies which is used or expected to be used or collected in whole or in part for the purpose of serving as a factor in establishing the consumer's eligibility for a 
credit or insurance to be used primarily for personal, family, or household purposes, B, employment purposes, or C, any other purpose authorized under Section 1681B of this title. Okay. Did you hear anything in there about a credit score? Never. <clears throat> no. That's the definition of your consumer report. Your credit score is not a part of your consumer report. Your consumer report, however, is a part of your credit score. They're separate things. Mm -hmm. One operates without one, but one needs the other to give you the score. I'll break that down a little bit more. Your consumer report does not include your credit score. Your credit score mm -hmm. is as a result of a private company, whether it's FICO or Vantage, right? Mm -hmm. The information from your consumer report is put into that algorithm that gives you a credit score. Your consumer report is not your credit score. Separate things. Mm -hmm. So so technically, the credit score, the although it's not a consumer report, they call it a What's the main major term for it? I apologize. Credit report. Credit report. So all of these terms that they're using technically shouldn't be there. No, because this is why a lot of people don't get their deletions. When they talk about, um, oh, all right. So if I say Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax, what would you call them? Uh, credit reporting companies or, or bureaus or... They're not. So... People call them credit bureaus. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as a credit bureau. It doesn't exist. So the only bureau that exists that deals with credit is the Bureau of Consumer Protection Finance. That is the only Consumer bureau. Consumer Protection and Finance. Wow. That's the only bureau. That sounds like to me that basically the only bureau that established when it comes to credit and consumer reporting is a bureau that's meant to protect us. Consumers, correct. Okay, okay. So Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, Lexus, Nexus, SageStream, ARS, Innovis, uh, these are consumer reporting agencies. Mm -hmm. They are not credit bureaus. I don't know where that name came from. Mm -hmm. But when they ask, and when you ask, so <clears throat> your name is Alex, right? Of course. I, your hope, so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> your brother's name is Marcus. Yes. If I call you Marcus, are you inclined to answer me? Definitely not. It's not your name. Exactly. So when you're writing to these consumer reporting agencies, calling them credit bureaus and talking about a credit report, mm -hmm. why do you think they have to answer you when you're not talking to them? Speak to them in their own language. The language is there in the law. Mm -hmm. Congress says it's a consumer report. Congress says they're consumer reporting agencies. Call them by their name. When you make names up and you give them names, they're not inclined to respond to you. People out there calling them credit bureaus and all of these things. They are not credit bureaus. It doesn't exist. They are consumer reporting agencies. So when we start comprehend the words and how to actually use the words, build the correspondences, this is how my mentees are getting deletions. I got two guys right now in the group. One got about, I think he's closing in now on 50 collection accounts deleted. And my other guy is on <laughs> wait, probably wait, 35. 
For the people who did not hear that, please say that you're, they're closing in on how many? So he owns, he probably, it's probably more now, he owns a credit repair company, right? Mm -hmm. And I call this guy the deletion machine. <laughs> like Every other week he's coming in with five, six. This one time he came in with 19 deletions. Language matters. So people will say, oh, Doreen, I sent out um, letters and I didn't get any response. Not all correspondents are created equal. Mm -hmm. What was said in there? What language was used? The language is going to determine whether they're going to pay attention to it or not. But if you don't know how to write and speak your language, you speak English. If I just start speaking Mandarin, are you going to even understand what I'm saying? I'm going to look at you crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like, bro, you know I don't speak Mandarin. Like, Why do you think they're going to respond to you when you're not even using their own words? Wow. I've, I've never thought about it like that. Oh. And that's why people don't get deletion. They get frustrated. They talk about credit repair is a fraud. It's a scam. It doesn't work. It's not that. You didn't work. It's not that the thing didn't work. You didn't work. Because if you go to a car lot right now and you drive the car off and immediately you crash, does that mean the car didn't work? No. <laughs> the car works fine. You just weren't a, a qualified driver. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. It's no different. So, <clears throat> before people go get mentorship and learn how to really do this, they, they send out stuff, they get templates offline. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying when you don't know what you're doing, you can't blame the thing for not working. Mm. When you don't know what you're doing. If you don't you know, know what's supposed to be working, you can't blame you it for know. not working. Because it could be working, but it's working in the wrong way. Could work against you. Okay, okay. So there's so much things that go into it. But people think that, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get Alex rich. I'm not going to get Marcus rich because I'm not going to get into their program. Well, keep your bad credit score. <laughs> so that's, so that's crazy to me. But the thing is, bro, we've got to unlearn to relearn. Mm -hmm. We've got to comprehend that credit is the most important thing. So, so when it comes to, say, athletes, especially, you know, people who, like, like you said, of course people can start working, at least the, the parents, whether it's the parents or maybe even the person themselves, working on the credit at 15 and 16, correct? Mm -hmm. When they become 18 years old, especially for a lot of my athletes out there, when they become 18 and they're actually starting to do things for themselves, they're extremely inexperienced. How can they start doing some of the beginning steps? Say they know nothing about credit. Their parents didn't know anything about credit. Mm -hmm. uh, no one they've ever talked to really knew anything about credit. How can they start getting into the flow of learning some of these things that you're talking about now? By consuming information like this. They should be on right now the sports talk with Turner learning this type of stuff mm -hmm. because they're going to see our interview. Then it's going to say, okay, bro, this is the truth about credit. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been thinking about it all wrong. All right, boom. So now as an athlete, you're going in, you're a whole business, mm -hmm. right? So now we're talking about having an LLC or a corporation, right? We're talking about building out your personal credit, leveraging that to fund your LLC. Now you can use your LLC now as a business, Mm -hmm. And you, the athlete, now are a 
um, a representative, not a representative, but an employee of that business. Mm -hmm. So now we're into your deductions because now you're buying shoes, you're buying gear, you're buying stuff, you got a gym membership, all of that stuff for your profession. Mm -hmm. The company needs to pay for that. Mm -hmm. That now becomes a tax write-off. And, and for, for some of the people, I slightly know what a tax write-off is, but maybe some of these people who don't, what exactly is a tax write-off? How could that be beneficial for them, especially as an athlete who may not have uh, too much of funds in the beginning stages? Like, how, how could they, what are some of the small things that, say, a college athlete in school could start writing off as a tax write-off? Like, what are some of those things? Yo, what's going on? Look, if you're a college athlete who actually wants to start making sure you take advantage of your time, energy, and money, that you actually want to start building a brand to not only create uh, a brand for yourself, but actually start obtaining these NIL partnerships, I want you to go ahead and not only subscribe to this channel because I'll be dropping major amounts of gems, I actually want you to also follow myself on all my social medias at alex.n.turner on Instagram, Sports Talk with Turner on Instagram, and ST with Turner on Twitter, okay? Because I'm gonna be dropping an immense amount of value and actually have a mentorship that's coming up and I wanna make sure that you all are actually able to take advantage of that, all right? Because I will be giving you weekly, maybe even sometimes daily tips, tricks, and gems to actually start building your brand, building that name, image, and likeness around yourself so you can actually start being able to take advantage of all the opportunities, all right? So make sure you stay tuned in, tap in, and go ahead and follow for more, all right? Let's go. As to transactions. Transactions. Let's stop there for a minute. Okay, okay. What is your payment history? My payment history is basically um, your transaction. Exactly. What, what I use. So say I have a credit card, right? Um, um, my my payment history is say I have a thousand dollar credit limit. Mm -hmm. I spend two hundred dollars at a at say I go to the Hawks game mm -hmm. or the Cle one of the Cleveland you know uh, games or whatever. I go to one of the you athletes games because I love to support you all. I spend two hundred dollars on a ticket. Mm -hmm. I spend another hundred on food, and then I spend another hundred on a jersey. So those mm -hmm. are the transactions, mm -hmm. correct? Okay. So what is Congress saying about your transaction? Uh, they're saying report containing information solely as to transaction or experiences between the consumer and the person making the report. So, so what does that exactly mean? All right. Except as provided in paragraph three. The term consumer report mm -hmm. does not include your consumer report. You remember the definition, right? Yes. It's what the report that Experian gives, um, Equifax gives, and um, TransUnion gives, right? It's So now we're there. And Congress is telling you that consumer report does not include transactions. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. It's so, right, it's right So there. you're telling me that well, my consumer report, which take, is take what most people consider the their credit up. report, should not and does not include I'm going to break it down for you, then I want you to read it again. So I'm going to break the whole thing down for you, and then you're going to read it again. <clears throat> Except as provided in paragraph three, the term consumer report does not include, mm -hmm. does not include transaction or experiences between the consumer you mm -hmm. and the person, person means a corporation, corporation, making the report. So if Congress just told you that your transaction and your experience between you, the consumer, and the person making the report is not included in your consumer report, where does the late payment come from if there is no transaction included in your consumer report? It says experience. 
Mm -hmm. An experience between you, the consumer, mm -hmm. and the person making the report. Well, what is the experience, the line of credit that you're using? But isn't that line of credit not supposed to be reported? No. So why is the experience supposed to, why is Why are they documenting the experience? That's the question. Why are they reporting your payment history? And it's not supposed to be there. See, the utilization and the payment history is a part of the FICO score. It's not a part of the consumer report. These are separate things. So, so what's the difference between the FICO score, which most people, the FICO score, what's the difference between the FICO score and the consumer report, which most people would probably relate as the same thing? What's the difference between the two? So the consumer report is information on your financial history, um, jobs that you've had, um, employers, your name, um, accounts that you opened, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> um, creditors who've taken a look at the reports with a hard or soft inquiry, um, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The FICO score now is made up of your payment history, utilization, um, length of credit history, um, new credit, and inquiries. And it's crazy because you said the FICO score, the first thing you said was payment history, but you said they're not supposed to report the payment history. Because that's the FICO score. That's not your consumer report. They're separate. Wow. So payment history and utilization is a factor in your FICO score. But they shouldn't be your risk that. score. They shouldn't be reported to begin with though. But let, let, let me let me okay, give you a bad. gem right now. The consumer report doesn't include it. The consumer report is needed to give you the FICO score. <laughs> so if you control the payment history <laughs> and the utilization, which is the biggest component of the FICO, 65% to be exact. Mm -hmm. How easy it is to build out an 800. Uh, Just gave you the formula. I build out an 800 three times in one year. How many people do you know that have an 800? Including you one. <laughs> How many people do you know that's built an 800 out three times in one year? Including you one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think my grandmother at one point probably had just over 800, but she doesn't have it currently. But she still has like a good like 750 plus. Mm -hmm. But she's been working on that, and she doesn't understand, uh, uh, honestly, consumer law and credit the mm -hmm. the way you're telling me now. And she she's done it just from what she's understood, and it's taking it's taken. 20 plus years and to I, get it to there. And I built it out in one year, three times. Exactly. exactly. And, and I you, just leveraged and, it again. And you're not even from America. Not, try, not feed, trying to say it like that. You feed but your mind the things you want to become. Wow. I want to be the best consumer law expert out there. I got to outwork, outdo, outstudy, outperform everybody else. Mm -hmm. Just like an athlete. Mm -hmm. If you want to be the top athlete, you cannot be mediocre. That means you got to put in more training time, mm -hmm. you got to dedicate to learning the craft. Basically, your whole life become consumed with the person you want to become. And this, and this for, for athletes who, let me put it into better terms, just like you said, you have to have that Mamba mentality, essentially. And we all know Kobe. 
We all know Kobe. So it's like it goes to the sense of you have to have that grit to the point in which you you have to work on it as if you work on your craft, as if you work on your the, the thing you love the most, because when you think about it like this, yes, you, of course, love the game, this, that and the third. It could, po it could possibly make you hundreds of thousands, probably millions of dollars. But say you run out of that money and you never worked on your credit. Yeah, you had millions of dollars, but you never worked on your credit score, your FICO score, which, like you said, 65 percent of that is the payment the history, history and, and, the, and the utilization. So you have to work on that just like you work on your craft. And when you really think about it, just like you said, you said in a year, it's easy. It's just knowing the right things to do. Information. Information is power. I hope you all are taking notes. Because like I said earlier, and I'm going to keep saying this, note takers are game changers. When you're in the game, I'm sure you're studying the game. I'm sure you're taking notes, whether it's mental notes, whether it's physical notes, you're still taking notes so you can refer back to them later. So I hope you all are taking notes now because although this man is dropping major gems, this this just can't be like a 17-hour podcast. Okay, this can't be a 17-hour show. He can only <laughs> tell so much. And we're honestly about to wrap it up within the next 10 to 15 minutes. So please make sure, if you haven't already, which you should already be doing, take notes. Because I promise you, you will be better in the long run just from some of the things he's saying now. You can implement some of the things he's saying now and implement them later. Because... If you don't implement them now, the real question is, it's not what is it going to cost? What is it going to cost you if you don't take the mm. next step? If you don't say take that, this leap now. Again. You're talking real good right oh, now. Oh, yes, yes, Let's yes. Go. Hey, I had, I had to hop on the train. You was talking Let's on the train. Go. I got I to say a little You're something. You're talking real good right Look, now. Don't ask what it's going to cost you. Yeah, it could take cost you a year of work, but you've been grinding since you were a little kid to... to Make it to where you are now in your craft. Don't ask what it's going to cost you. Like, how much does this cost? How? What do I got to do? No, don't ask that. Ask what is it going to cost you if you don't take the opportunity now? Because I promise you, the last thing you want to do is, and I know this is one of the biggest things that any athlete never wants to happen. What if you get injured? Mm. Whether you make it to the pros or before you make it to the pros, what if you get injured? And whether you recover, like 100%, but another team doesn't think that you're 100%, now you never have a chance again. So what is it going to cost you if you don't take this opportunity now to build your credit, to build that so you're able to then control everything else in your life when it comes to credit? Because like I said earlier, credit is key at, at, at this point in time because you can't do anything without credit. You can't get a car. You can't get a house. You can't get credit cards. You can't do anything without having a proper credit score. So think about it like this. If you were to get injured today and you have the credit score that you have right now <laughs> with no money, you got no more money coming in, what would it cost you? What would it cost you if you do not have the tools, if you do not have the right credit score, you haven't put in the work like you put in the work in your actual craft, yeah. what would it cost you if... if you lost everything you love. Mm -hmm. Will you really be able to substantiate? Like, would you really be able to stand on the two feet that you have now? So that's a great question. <laughs> that's a really great question. <clears throat> so, from the credit perspective, now, right? 
You're here, you're on the podcast, you're listening. You are learning what Turner's saying. You're picking up the gems that I'm dropping, right? You're taking the initiative to get your personal credit together. Boom, you start working on your personal credit. Now you're able to leverage your personal credit to get high-end credit cards and lines of credit. Mm -hmm. You go now, you build out your LLC. You now use the credit cards, the line of credit. You can liquidate them or transfer the line of credit into now a business account. You have your LLC set up now and you're operating as a business. You're the employee. Now you get injured, you can get insurance, you can put all types of stuff on yourself now, right? Because um, there's ways you can take out insurance on yourself through the business. Because if you're the CEO mm-hmm. of the business, there's ways you can take out insurance on yourself. Oh, man, so now you're right doing now. that. And as you grow your different, um, as you grow your entity, as you grow as a business professional, as you grow as an athlete, right? You're not just an athlete anymore. You're also operating as a business. Now you get injured. All right, bet. Now you have a business. You have that insurance in place that have accident and um, healthcare or whatever you have set up in there. Mm-hmm. So now you got injured. That business now is able to pay you through the entity that you set up on the structure for being injured. But not only that now, right? Wow. You're also building out your business credit. And you know now that business credit don't really get reported to personal credit unless you default or if you have to do a personal guarantor. So now... You have the Amex Gold, the Amex Platinum, you even get the Amex Plum. These have no preset limit on there, right? So now your spending power is basically whatever spending habits you have. So now we're talking about, now you got injured, okay, what else can I do? I've always had a passion for this. Guess what? Go liquidate those credit cards now. Go do Something now that's going to provide revenue. I've always loved real estate. Okay, you've always loved Turo. You've always loved, um, you want to get into mobile home. Mm-hmm. You want to buy land. You want to buy billboards. All of this includes credit. All of it includes All of it. credit. No so, what when, you want to do. so when I see, and it's not no fault of theirs. They didn't get the information. Mm-hmm. They weren't educated on it. At least that were superstars. And three, five years later, they're gone. They don't have nothing. Some of them are homeless. These things happen. Wow. And, and, and actually, I know this because, don't quote me on the exact percentages, I actually made a post about this for NFL athletes. Exact. So 78%, hear me now, this is for people who want to go to the pros, who want to make X, Y, and Z money. You think you're going to be in there like Tom Brady till you're 44 years old? There's only one Tom Brady, people. Okay? You, you, you ain't Tom Brady. All right? I'm just going to keep the buck with you right now. Ain't nobody Tom Brady than Tom Brady. He's the GOAT for a reason. And this is coming from somebody, he beat my team. I'm a little salty, you know. I didn't want to wear none of my Atlanta stuff today because I, I hope I didn't mention this man, but I did. Okay? It is what it is. But athletes go broke too, okay? 78 let me say this again, 78% of NFL players go broke two years after retirement. That's crazy. Just two. So that's, basically that's, that's close to 80%. That's so that's, let's just say 1,000 players in the league. Eight, 780 of them are going broke two years that's after crazy, they leave. Bro. And honestly, I don't know the exact number, but most of them have an average career of five-ish years. And then when it comes to NBA, 
60%. So that means out of 1,000, 600 of them go broke five years after retirement. So if you want to basically do an average of that, essentially, right, you're talking about 69%, basically 70% of pro athletes go broke three and a half years after they retire. But why is that? Because they do not know credit. They do not know their finances. They do not know mm -hmm. that credit is credit is 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 the is the gold in this in, in this country. For real. When you really think about it, credit runs it all. But we've been saying so much gems lately, man. I'm I'm again, again, this this podcast is sponsored by Vinci Visuals. Uh I want you all to go ahead and of course you haven't told them where to contact you at like because mm. I want them to know because he's dropping so much gems like I said this can't be a 17 hour show but it can be because of the amount of gems he has and we can well, keep we going from there. We didn't touch anything. Exactly. Like, it sounded like we did but we didn't but touch we really, anything. So, so as much as I would love to continue man because like I said this man I can talk for days. I know he can talk for days, yeah. but go ahead and, and if they have if they don't already know where to find you at, go ahead and let them know where yeah. they can find you at so, so they get more what information. What I'm gonna do is I got something. You remember you said if they stick around, they're gonna get something special. Mm -hmm. So only the people that stick around is gonna hear the offer right now that mm -hmm. they can get. So <clears throat> I've combined three of my ebooks. Mm -hmm. I have a forty-seven dollar offer. Mm -hmm. Basically, I'm giving you three ebooks for forty-seven dollars. So you're going to get the Do For Self, the Educated Consumer's Guide to Repairing Your Own Credit. Mm -hmm. It teaches you credit fundamentals. It teaches you how to get deletions. It teaches you how to structure your profile, mm -hmm. how to go in, right? So once you structure the profile and you're able to get the profile ready for funding, I have the Do For Self, a lender's guide to getting your own approval. Mm -hmm. In this ebook, it teaches you where lenders look where they're pulling from, what consumer reporting agencies, what credit score is needed, credit unions, auto dealerships. It's gonna give you all the breakdown, where they're looking, where they're pulling from, what credit score is needed. And then I have the do for self a guide to deleting your own bankruptcy. All books together are, um, they come up to about $1,040. And I'm giving them together for $47. This man is giving you all a $1,000 discount. Honestly, in my opinion, I don't think you should get a discount. But you all need to make sure that you heard this right. It's a $1,040 offer and you're giving it to him for 47 $47. Three ebooks at a value of a thousand plus. He's giving you a $1,000 discount. But not only that, because of what you're saying and the message needs to go out here. So in the $47 offer, they'll also, if they choose and want to learn this stuff, they'll have an, um, an offer to join the mentorship as well. Mm. So they'll able to learn the real truth about credit. Dude, consumer law can be used to delete any account. Your late payments, I just showed you how to delete a late payment. I'm not going to lie, The man. utilization that they report, we just showed you how to delete that. I didn't even get into bankruptcy, repossession, collection. <laughs> a lot of people don't even know right now that there's new rules in the collection world. The old rules won't work anymore. A lot of people don't know that a collection account can't just pop up on your reports anymore. They have to contact you first. If they don't make contact with the consumer, by law, they cannot put a collection account 
on your consumer report. If they send a letter out, they have to wait 14 days for a letter of undeliverability. But what if you return to sender and, they ne and you never got it? That account cannot be on the report. So now if that account goes under, I can teach you now how to use consumer law and sue them for damages. Ooh. Because the law says now you're entitled but to monetary so relief on the civil liability for damages as a result of the failure. So if they fail to comply with the law, you can get damages. Man. So it's a whole get, bro. I'm telling you, I got a game for days, bro. Yo, hey, man. Wow. Wow. As much as I would love to hear him continue to drop facts, and I know you all want to hear this too, go ahead and tell him where to follow you at and all your. All yeah, your yeah. So let y'all know right now. So on Instagram, um, I'm the credit hero on Instagram, but if you type in the rain de Levante, that's D A R A I N E. D-E-L-E-V-A-N-T-E -E -E. My information is going to come up My main page is the Credit Hero On Facebook, Doreen DeLevante You'll find me On Clubhouse, it's D DeLevante But if you type in my last name, DeLevante You'll see my profile And I'll have the links below And I'll also have the $47 um, ebook link That you're able to get this information And start working on They got kids Put your kids on as authorized users Let's change the narrative Hey, and, and even though, of course, you can look up Durain DeLevante, the credit hero, it's the underscore credit Sorry. underscore hero. So it's not just the credit score hero. You got to put the underscores like you're putting a space in there, okay? Because as much knowledge as he's dropping, sometimes you need a little space and a pause just to digest it, okay? <laughs> so I want to thank you all so much for coming to this episode. Of course, this is the Sports Talk with Turner podcast. With your host and creator, Alexander Turner, and I have my amazing guest, my first guest ever and live guest, Durain DeLevante, the credit hero. I promise you, like I said, note takers are game changers, so I hope you all have been able to make sure that you took as much notes as possible. I hope you got cramps in your hand from writing so fast, <laughs> writing so much, because I promise you, the notes, the gem this man just dropped is ridiculous. It's like a gem mine. It's like a, a mine full of gold, mine full of rubies, <laughs> gemstones, all of that, okay? So it was a pleasure to have you on my podcast today, man. Yes, sir. We're about to go get some grub yep, right now, yep, man. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. I am so, so hungry. <laughs> so, of course, make sure that you like, subscribe, and mm -hmm. follow me on all of my social platforms. Uh, my Instagram will be alex.n.turner or sports, with an S at the end of sports, sports talk with Turner and ST with Turner, sports talk with Turner on Instagram. Alex.n.turner on Instagram and ST with Turner on Twitter. Of course, make sure you definitely follow the underscore credit underscore hero. And I promise you, we have another one coming. Uh, I part two, part two is going to be oh ridiculous. Oh my goodness, it's going to be crazy, Part two is going to be ridiculous. Look, like I said, this could be 17 plus hours, <laughs> but we can only talk for so long. My stomach is attempting to, to jump out of my body at this point <laughs> so i'm hungry you know i love everybody man i appreciate you all for coming on so don't forget to like subscribe follow and make sure you put those notifications on yes, for the sir. next videos man so i appreciate you all thank yep, you so thank much you. and stay tuned for the next episode okay peace
My brother. That was great, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you, man. <laughs> I appreciate you. For all my college athletes out there who actually want to start taking advantage of the brand and start obtaining these NIL deals, I want you to go ahead and click the link below. Get my new ebook, How to Grow Your Wealth Before the Game, Three Steps to Making $100,000 Before the Pros, all right? This book will have so much value on how to actually start making money, not only with NIL, but outside of NIL as well. So go ahead and hit the link below and take advantage of the opportunity. Let's go.